right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean. The Irishman King. What's up, everybody? What's going on, man? How's it going, man? I had to start up high and bring it down because I feel like this is going to be felt, a real... I felt like I had to go down. Now I'm going to have to go up. <laughs> Maybe. This is going to be a real somber episode, Sean. Yeah. This is going to be... Yeah. This is going to be one... Yeah, across the board. Like... Yeah. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one, but hey, we're going to do it. You know why? Because that's dedication, baby. <laughs> that's persistence. That's commitment. That's a bunch of other... St- synonyms that go with that <laughs> here we are i don't know we're back at it again in a remote studio <laughs> a remote one oh. look at this look we're at in it. your apartment i said shop. i said earlier and i'll say it again this is the best remote studio situation we've had i don't know man when we when we were at your job that one time uh, that one was pretty solid it was. i think it was pretty solid it took us forever to start because i couldn't stop working i mean yeah i guess that part of it kind of sucked we but... had pac-man in the background Pac-Man. What did Pac-Man have to do with a podcast, Nick? I don't Not know. It was colorful. Thing. It was colorful, though. You, you, know? Know, like, you know, I'm all about the... The sleekness. The sleek. The simpleness. I mean, I guess it goes with, with what we're talking about today. It it's is. It's dark. Somber. It's black. Wow. wow. This is a real sad episode, isn't it? Trying to keep the energy up. Yeah, we're going to keep the energy up. we keep the spirits up. We're going we're gonna to power through this, man. We're going to power through this. And I'm tired, too. I had a long day at work, so... Yeah, I mean it's early for us though. Yeah, that's true. It is it's early for us, yet. but it feels late as shit. It's the it's the time change. It's the time change. It's the fact that it gets dark at like four thirty. It's yeah. cold outside. Yeah. It's just it's just that time of year. November started too much. We had too much nice weather in the beginning. We did, and then it switched too dramatically. It we did. Need that, that it was a slow... sharp shift. Yeah, <laughs> that slow shift, not a sharp nah, shift. It was like nope. Oh, it was... yeah. It literally went from like. 65 to 70 one day to like 30 the next and i was like what the like you went from you went from t-shirt to like winter coat (laughs) in a day a span of a day and then they were like hey guess what snow's here let's go yep now we're getting snow so yeah man yeah good stuff that's that's just let's pull the band-aid let's yeah let's let's get right to it man it's not like like seriously, I've been bummed out. Yeah, me too, man. Tragic this, this whole time. Tragic news. Do you want to announce this this tragic news? Yep. Uh Batman himself. Basically. Kevin Conroy passed away. Man, at the age of 66. 66 bro. Man. So young. It's younger than my parents. Crazy. No. Crazy. Man, it's uh and you you broke the news to me. I did. Because did. I didn't believe. I and saw it. it. I thought you were giving me good news. Bro, I was scrolling. Because the way you said it, you said like you're about to hit me with some good news. Did I? I got, so you built me up, Nick. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was sitting there. You, did you hear it? And I was like, this is going to be some great news right now. This is going to be. Nah, man. Nah. I don't know, a kid on the way. Bro, I was. Won scro- the lottery. I wish. Shit. Uh, no, I was fucking scrolling on Facebook, man. And I saw an image of him and it said, 
from the year he was born to 2022, and I was just like, that's Kevin Conroy. No, no, no. Right? Like, that can't be No, right. no. What, what are people doing? No, no. I Googled it instantly. It was like every article from like 30 minutes prior was just like, the iconic voice of Batman passes away at 66. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, wow, bro. Man, Wait. it's uh, it's tough. You can tell it, it it's hit the real comic fans. Yeah, for sure. Like the people that are real in it, like the amount of tech text, the amount of articles, the amount of Facebook posts I've seen, fucking people doing the drawings of like Batman saying goodbye to an old friend, all kinds of things. Yeah, man. Dude, to a good percentage of people, Kevin Conroy is Batman. He's yep. not, he's Batman and he's Bruce Wayne. You know what I mean? Like, I did, we, I, I posted, I reposted a clip from an episode that I did with Danny. Um, you know, and I, we were talking about Batman and I asked him who was his Batman. And, you know, obviously people always think the live action versions, they think Christian Bale, they think Michael Keaton, they think Ben Affleck. They, I mean, shit, we got Robert Pattinson now, but like his answer was Kevin Conroy. And yeah. like that, that felt it's so true because to a lot of people, that's Batman. It doesn't matter that he was never fully in the suit. You know what I mean? Like yep. he is, when I read a Batman comic, that is the voice I hear in my head. Me too. Anytime I see Batman in animation, that's the voice I expect to hear. Shit. But anytime I see Batman, I expect to hear Kevin Conroy's voice. Yep. And now, like, we won't ever get anything new from him. He's easily the the pinnacle of who Batman was, was his actor version. Like everything I compare, you know how like everybody compares, like I'm trying to think of a good example of this. Like if you, I compare every other version of Batman that we see, right? All the live actions, all the other animated things that he's not to that version yeah. that he played yeah. because to me he was the standard that was like this is who batman is yeah he was the epitome and yeah. how close you can get to his version is how good and how much i'll enjoy your batman yeah i agree with that 100 percent, man and uh you know he that role meant so much to him uh there was a comic that came out earlier this year uh dc did a, a pride comic book uh, you know, to represent um, Pride Month. Right. And I didn't know that he was gay. And he he had an excerpt in this comic where they introduced like a bunch of LGBTQ uh, characters in DC Comics. And at the end of it was Kevin Conroy's comic about his life and about who he was. And he was gay and he was an actor. He he started off in theater. I know he started in theater. Yeah. And then he he transitioned. His father was an alcoholic. His brother was schizophrenic. Like he saw his dad die from a self-inflicted knife wound because he was drunk. And they found him bleeding out in the forest reserve. Jeez. Like, so when he was invited to audition for Batman. He channeled all of this, all of the things he had been through in his own life into this character. When they told him that he was going to be, they wanted him to voice a character that, you know, wore a mask and did this, had this dual identity. And like his confidence came from when he was behind the mask. But when he had the mask off, he was just, he was vulnerable and he put on this fake confidence, but he was really going through the agony of like losing his parents and things like that. 
And he tells the story of how he was sitting in this room as they were explaining it to him. And he was channeling all the things that he had been through, the dual identity of like keeping his sexuality hidden because he knew that during that time, gay actors weren't making it in Hollywood. He kept that part of his life private because he was afraid. And there was even a few accounts where he told like people legitimately calling him the F word and telling him he's not going to get a role because of his sexuality. So he was able to channel all of that when he was doing Bruce Wayne and Batman. And that's just like, like, wow, that's remarkable. Like yeah. I had no idea that he had been through all that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like that just added so much more to him and his commitment to this role. And there was even one time they were talking about how there was a Batman, the animated series podcast or something like that. And they were having the voice actors come on. And then they had this little skit where they had like the voice actors, like do commercials or something in a character's voice that like will relate to the character. You know what I mean? So they had like, they have like Nightwing selling speedos or hair gel or some <laughs> shit like that. Right. And they want, they obviously wanted Kevin Conroy to do it. And he said, no, and not like in an arrogant, like I'm too good for that kind of way, but he was just like, you know, this character, the character of Batman means so much to people that like, I feel like even doing something like that would not only, you know, break the illusion, but disappoint people. Like it's not true to who he is as a character. He refused to do that because he was that committed yeah. to like staying true. It's just like, did you hear his, uh, his 9-11 story? No. So uh, a week after 9-11, he was like volunteering, trying to help people. And he was working at you know, someplace giving out meals. Right. And he's in the background. And one of the other helpers was an architect. And he's like, oh, what do you do? I'm an architect. And he asks the question back. He goes, I'm a voice actor. And the guy's like, I knew it. You're Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and he runs, he runs out of the kitchen, the architect does, and goes, guys, 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 Batman's here. And like generally excited, not like in a like joking way, like mm -hmm. actually excited. And some guy uh in the back uh hears yell, bullshit, prove it. Mm. So from the back, everybody just hears the famous I am vengeance. I'm not gonna try to do it. Yeah, I am not uh I am the knight, I am yeah. Batman. Yeah, and he's like, Holy shit. That is Batman. And he uh, was saying that was like the first time that he had been there in that week that everybody just burst out laughing and like the atmosphere just got like a little bit better because after like this horrible trilogy, like right. how everybody was just so excited that, like, oh my God, Batman's here. And the architect goes back to him. He's like, dude, how's it feel to be basically Santa Claus to all these people? Like that's, that's, that's what you were yeah, man. to all these full on adults well, right now. Grown -ass, I mean, we're grown ass men, you know? And, yeah. and like it was even a bit before art. Like there are people significant you know they got 20 years on us who to them this is batman like yeah it's crazy man They're, and i've in this in the span of his passing i've heard so many stories about him and i've heard all these different you know antidotes like that one uh just about him and people's experiences with him and it's it's just crazy the, the kevin smith one this is the last one i'll talk there are, no uh, but i, I i'm so, sure I'm sure it hit Kevin Smith very hard. Like, oh, definitely. I, I know it, it was, yeah, it was, I know it was, he meant a lot to him. Like, yeah. so Kevin Smith was telling a story uh, about how, uh, like, much like all of us, like, watching that Batman cartoon is like what really helped push 
him into comics and everything. And he was saying that, you know, eventually when he started his, his own podcast, he uh, obviously wanted to like have him on and he did. And at the end of that podcast, he goes, Hey man, you know, c- can you do me a favor? Can you in your Batman voice, just tell me to stick with this, that you're doing great. Like, keep chasing what you want and you're going to achieve it. And so in his mm. Batman voice, he says all these like outrageously nice things to him. Like, and he was saying that like every cell phone he's had since then, he's transferred that over. And whenever he's like having like a hard time, like yeah. leaving himself, he just plays that. And like fucking Batman's telling me, bro, okay, I'm on the bro. path. Like, you know what I, I mean? I need that. I, I need that. Like, I want the clip. My yeah. God. Oh. yeah, this man. Is, uh, this is what I was really thinking about, man. Like, I actually was trying to think of a of an actor's passing if it's hit me as hard, and mm-hmm. I don't know that it has. And I think there's like like this part, like I've I think I've talked to you about this before, but never on air. I was like, I wish almost like I was into sports, the level that I am into comic books. I got two mm-hmm. points, and I remember I want to go back to another point. Remind me here, but kind of along those lines. But with sports. Like if I was a huge Tom Brady fan, I can meet Tom Brady. Like that right. can happen. You can't meet Batman, right? That's like yes. I'll never be able to meet because he's not real. He's right. a fictional character that I enjoy his stories tremendously, but I'll never be able to meet him, right? Right. Um, but the closest I would ever be able to get is the actor, right? Like people get pumped as fuck to meet Robert Downey Jr. because it's Iron Man, right? right? Chris, Chris Evans because it's Captain America. Yeah. Like, like there's no other actor that has portrayed Batman that I would feel that like, like not Adam West, not Michael Keaton, not even Christian Bale, not yeah. Robert Pattis. Like, now if I went and I met Ben Affleck, I don't even think I would go straight to Batman, to be yeah. honest with you. I'd probably no, be naming other roles yeah. before I did. Like, he is like a great live action Batman, but like, Kevin Conroy legitimately was like the closest you'll ever get to like meeting Batman was that actor because he did such an amazing portrayal. Such an amazing and it's job. it's sad. Like I like thinking back, man, I like we should have went to the conventions and I'm, shit. That's exactly what I was like, man. And you brought it up. You were like, hey man, like when I told you about this, you were like, we should we should do an episode for Kevin Conroy, kind of like what we did with, with Stan mm-hmm. Lee. And the thing about Stan Lee is like like we met him. Like I mean, we didn't like meet. Like we met the guy. We saw him in we person. Him, yeah. We got to shake his hand. We got a, an autograph from him. We never got that with Kevin Conroy, and it yeah. does. It sucks now. It sucks to think that we never did that. Like why did we never do that? I'm saying, man. Just like, I honestly fuck. been thinking about that all week. All week, I was like, why did I never? Why? Yeah. Why? It's yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So the other man. point I wanted to make too, and if we end up doing more of a dedication episode, I'll go more into this. But to me. The Batman the Animated Series is a huge reason as to why this podcast happened. Yeah. Because without me being a little kid watching that show, without Kevin Conroy doing such an, I'm not saying he's the writer, but without him doing such an amazing job as playing Batman, then I wouldn't uh, have gotten so into comic books. I wouldn't have had kept up with comic books because my older brother bought all the fucking Batman the Animated Series right. DVDs and I kept stealing them from him and trying to race them and watch the episodes before him. Like, right. if that didn't happen, that wouldn't have reached me to get to all these movies, to get to the point where you and I 
both are working at fucking Best Buy and debating that the Avengers and the Justice League, who's going to win, which ultimately got you into comic books because you went to college after this conversation, went to a comic book store and came and pitched this idea to me. Without this show, Nick, (laughs) our show wouldn't have existed. Yeah. And like, like I already said it, I don't want to like, you know, keep, you know, hitting the same point, but like, like that's, what I compare every single live action version is to the version that comes from the animated series yeah. because that that was Batman. That I couldn't even Batman. tell you. I remember telling you, but I was so pumped to see him do a live action version. Yeah, in Crisis because yeah. I was like, this is so awesome. Like, like am I? I almost. I I wish that they had gone more for like he was the animated version because they did more like Kingdom Come. Yeah, yeah, Batman, but, but like still to see him play a live a live action. Oh man. Man, that was crazy, dude. It was, yeah, and he, you know, he talked about in that comic when he was channeling everything and he, he said the lines for the first time. He said he he pulled and he spoke this voice that he didn't even recognize. You know, he was just like, I don't know where this voice came from, but it happened. And it's just like, man, like all, everything he went through led up to that moment, him getting that role. And it's just dude man like rest in peace to that yeah. man dude you know like, i feel like so i mean crazy. we keep saying the animated series but he also did uh the arkham games yeah he did he the arkham did. Games. and think about the amount of work he put in for that like video game like that's hundreds of hours bro like you know i know with the animated series like you go in you have a script you do an episode right but like with the, with the video game there's so many like little moments right like he has you can walk up to a thug and have a conversation and you can you know what i mean like it's not episode it's episodic to an extent but there's also like so many little like hey can you just say this one line can you just do this one line um you know the game at this point branches off until into this direction or this direction right. so you got to do both like it's, it's the amount of dedication he had to this character it's just like man even like the the silly things in the game where like he's talking to alfred but it's just really helping you course correct the thing that you're yeah. doing wrong like Oh man, so, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm not gonna be able to name everything he's done, but I know he did Public Enemies, the animated movie. He did. Uh, he did the Killing, Killing Joke. Joke. Yeah. Um, I know there's more, but he's yeah, like tons of things, man. He's just obviously Batman, every... the animated series, Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, uh, Justice League Action, Batman Beyond, Batman Beyond, like um, all of it. Obviously, all the Batman animated series movies, which yep. is you know, Massive Phantasm. Sub Zero, Return uh, of the Joker, right? Return of the Joker. There's the um, Batwoman one. I'm blanking on the name. It might be Batman and Batwoman. Some along those lines. Yeah, but there was there was a couple in that universe that had taken place. There was the Batman Harley Quinn one. Yeah, um, true. So I mean, he's he's done a lot for the character, and and he's done I mean, a lot rest, for, for the people who love the character. Yeah. So yeah, it's rough. It's rough, man. Yeah. But. I mean, and the unfortunate thing is that this is a good segue into the movie we're talking about today. Like I really talk to you, but okay. Oh my gosh, right? Uh uh, yeah, it's a it's but we're talking about Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yep. Um I know that the movie was already planned, right? But what we got is a direct result of a passing of another legend. Yep. Chadwick Boseman and it's just like fuck man but yeah I mean give give your your initial your initial thoughts loved it hated it so 
I I've only seen it once, which is unusual because I feel like a lot of times when we do these movie reviews, I've seen the movie at least twice. But I've only seen this once. And you know what, to be honest with you, I don't know if this is a movie I necessarily want to go see again because it's tough. Like it it's a like it's a lot. It's an emotional roller coaster. It really is. And it's a lot to sit through. And um, you know, of initially walking out of it, like I just felt like I really had to gather my thoughts. I didn't know what exactly to think of it. Uh, so I had a little bit of time. I saw it about a week ago now. Overall, I thought it was a great movie. I really mm-hmm. liked it. I thought it was a great movie. I think that Ryan Coogler and the cast had a unbelievable task in ahead of them, right? To make this movie without their star. To write a script that not only worked, but like that not only encompassed what happened in real life, but to bring it into that world and then to make it work. Like they had, they had a lot to live up to. And I think they did a really good job. This movie, like it is a great exploration of just like loss and grief and anger. And a lot of the, like a lot of these actors really stepped up They really stepped up to the plate and brought their best performances and did a really great job. But, but I'd be lying. But yeah, I'd be lying. I can't believe you're saying but right now. If I said that it didn't feel like something from this movie was missing, and what was missing was Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah, like it's it's hard to go through this entire film and and not think what would this have been if he was here, right? Like, they show little clips of him here and there, and, like, you really get a sense of, like, damn, this dude was, like, he was a fucking star, man. Like, he brought so much charisma to this role, and he was just so perfectly cast for it that it's just, like, damn. Like, I can't believe he's gone. Like, we... Right. Man. But I think... Yeah. I think you're nailing it, right? But I almost went with, like, the fact that they had to do this movie without their star, like, and what they actually, I mean, that seems like an impossible task. It does, yeah. And what Michael Kugler and everybody did with this movie, I need to stop hitting the desk because that audio is going to come through. Came through this, <laughs> uh, what they did with this movie, I mean, I literally, credits rolled, and my first thought was, bravo. Yeah. I want. I wanted a slow clap. You know what I mean? Like I was so unbelievably amazed with how well this movie was done. How much it like got us to feel the grief and the emotion through it. I mean, the use of like just killing the audio at certain points and just making it unbelievably quiet, and also yeah. experiencing the quietness of everybody in the theater. True. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, when they did the uh the the little Marvel role thing, when they show the logo in the beginning yep. and they show like like it was all clips of him, which I expected. I was like, I knew they were gonna yeah. do this, right? But yeah, the fact that it was just completely silent. It was just it was almost like it was our moment of silence for him. Right. Like in uh, like without them saying it, it's like here's the moment of silence, like we're giving for Chadwick Boseman. Like this is it. Pay attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Everybody, like, soak it in. Like, take it in. And I think, so, like, that mix with coming off of Thor, which 
was our last Marvel movie, and yeah. anything in this movie is shit. And the movie before that being uh, Multiverse of Madness, which, um, I mean, I think I liked it a little bit more than you liked it, but it's definitely not in like my top performing Marvel movies. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, what else did we get this year? Got, Black Widow, also not that great. We got Eternals in this phase. Eternals, which I did enjoy. Uh, Shang-Chi, which I did enjoy, also, but like. Also in this phase. To me, easily in this phase. I shouldn't say easily. Spider-Man was amazing because of what they accomplished with bringing all the other characters in. But if I had to tell you which movie I thought was a better movie, not necessarily what I enjoyed more, but a better movie, this is easily the best movie in the phase. And I honestly, I think maybe I spoke a little too uh, soon. Maybe I should have processed my emotions. I told you offline, this might be in my top five. I don't know that it is still in my top five. I get that. It's damn close. I get that. And I was going to say, I th- because I've heard a lot of people saying like, oh, this is easily the best movie in this phase. I think that's doing a disservice to this movie because saying it's the best movie in this phase, that's that's not a high bar. You know what right. I mean? Like, again, like looking back on it, I thought Thor was dog shit. I thought Multiverse of Madness was not great. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, good movie, but it is a lot of nostalgia and hype to it, right? That really helped make that experience. Right. The experience of that movie was better than the movie itself, I would say. Uh, and then Shang-Chi, nice entry to the MCU. Good film, right? Some different, but it's it's not this. Like, it's like Wakanda Forever does deserve to be in the upper echelon of Marvel films. Like, not just, oh, it's the best for Phase 4. Like, no, it's it's up there with some of the best Marvel movies, period, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, so I guess let's let's start diving into this. Have you... Uh, I know you're on TikTok as much as I'm on TikTok, right? Right. Uh, we both follow Soups, which is the, one of the bigger uh, comic booky pod uh, yep. TikTokers, yep. right? Um, he made a comment about how he didn't like them putting a funeral in the movie because he just felt like it it just did it didn't he says it didn't sit right with him that they it, it felt to him that they were using this as a like they were capitalizing on his death as a way to like sell tickets or whatever and that didn't sit right with him how do you feel about that statement it's a deep question there nick it's a deep question um i'm going to start with do you feel like that's what they were trying to do? No. Yeah. So no. so this is the, my thing too with with um and I'm not gonna go on here and shit talk soups. He's a young guy and what he's accomplished and what he's going to accomplish is very, very impressive. Yeah. I mean, look, the I dude's will way bigger than we are. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably never I mean, fucking he has, hear this. He'll probably never hear this. He has millions of followers on his tiktok i don't know about his also social medias he just announced that he's apparently going to get a cameo in a marvel movie i mm. mean kudos to them i think he's only like 22 so kudos to the man um i remember early on on my tiktok uh consuming i guess uh liking him and the more i watched him the more i felt like he was less genuine and he would just kind of say things to get views mm. and to get comments and to get likes like i again i don't put this against him really kind of i do but i think he definitely doesn't give his genuine points on a literally anything oh wow i don't think he's genuine at all okay um, i mean that's fair which is harsh but like i've seen 
a lot of people kind of hate on soups and I don't want to make this whole thing about soups right now, yeah. but like I've seen a lot of people hate on them and they do a lot of comparison videos of like what he was talking about when he first started versus what he uh, does now. And I think like a prime example is like, we were somewhat making fun of people like him when we made our trailer review of Thor love and thunder. Yeah. And so for our listeners that don't are not currently on our TikTok, uh, go ahead, yeah. go on our TikTok and follow it and like all our videos. But we have two trailer reviews on there, and one is our genuine reaction as huge comic book fans, huge Thor fans, breaking it down, what we liked, what we disliked. And the other one is us acting over the yeah, top. Yeah, knocking on the table. Hey, <laughs> it's killing me. Because we don't usually, we haven't had a table in front of us Yeah, forever. we haven't. We haven't. I just put my hands on my, on my legs here. But, right. So, like, again, Soup saying that feels to me a little bit like, you're kind of just trying to say the thing that's kind of go against what everybody else is kind of feeling yeah. to get all those views and get all those comics comments. The way I feel about it is uh, they got the Chadwick's family's approval to do this. And if anybody's going to like really care about it, it should be them. They right. got the approval. And this was a way for us as the fans to also kind of like say goodbye, say goodbye yeah. to an amazing actor. I got the portrayed portrayed an amazing character. So I mean, I you can easily argue that his Black Panther is just as good, if not better, than Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man or oh, Hugh Jackman's yeah. Wolverine, right? 100%. Like he's he's even more so comic book accurate, yeah, than like the other actors doing it, yeah. right? So having this in the movie and having this as a way that we can kind of say goodbye to this character, I thought it was beautiful and it wasn't over the top. Right? No, it wasn't. I was, I was worried. And I don't know if this is up in that. I was worried that they, uh, would like do his death weird. Right. Mm. Like I didn't think they should get too much into the details, especially yeah. if they go the route of like, he's going to die from a disease. Right, right. Right. Like, I don't think they should have done exactly the way that Chadwick had died. Yeah. I think the fact that they were so like, um subtle or like they didn't get into those details rather right like mm -hmm. it was the perfect way to do it yeah i think they accomplished it in a way that wasn't at all disrespectful which also again could have been an extremely difficult task to do and kudos for them for being able to do it yeah man i feel like they and that's the thing i do feel like they channeled a lot of real life into this you know what i mean because i saw an interview like a short clip of an interview of Letitia wright which is the woman who plays shuri and she was talking about how she found out about Chadwick dying, right? And she was saying, too, yeah, yeah, she was saying that, like, you know, she didn't believe it. Like, she got uh, a call from like one of her agents or some shit, and they were just like, "Hey, do you want to say something about Chadwick?" And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Did you have you not like what have you not heard?" And like, she didn't believe it. She tried. She even tried to call him. She was just like, I'm going to call him and find out. Like, I don't know what the fuck everybody's talking about, but like, I'm just going to fucking call him. Right. This is not the one I heard. She calls him. Obviously, he didn't answer. Um, Daniel Kaluga, which is the guy who um, was a part of the Jabari, the 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 cloth people yeah. who like betrayed T'Challa or whatever yeah, in yeah, the first the, movie. Uh, the husband of um, Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. Yeah. He. uh he called her and she missed his call and she she said he never calls anybody like if you know him he never calls anybody so she called him back and he was like you know have you have you heard and she's like what like 
Can y'all stop bullshitting me? Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, if this is true, like, don't say anything. And he was just dead silent. And she was, she said she started looking for her other phone. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm looking for my other phone so I can call him. And he was like, you can't call him. Like, he's gone. So to me, a lot of us didn't know that he was struggling with cancer. Like, it came to a sh- as a shock to so many people. Even Ryan Coogler said, like, he didn't really know. Like, nobody knew that he was sick. So for them to address also address that in this film, it makes me wonder, like, like the, the writers at Marvel or, like, Ryan Coogler, the actors, all of, like, putting this together, like, it's, it's impeccable, man. Because yeah. she legitimately was just, like, if she was angry she was sad because she's like if he just would have fucking told me that something was wrong i could have done more shuri in the movie was just like if he would have fucking told me i could have done something and it's like obviously in real life like there was probably nothing we could have done but like the movie did a good job of also representing like that grief there's nothing we could have done like everything was done and like Maybe he didn't share it with everybody because in the movie he didn't tell her, right? In in real life, he didn't tell people, and that's okay. Like it was it was his business. It was his like it was his choice to share, not to share. Like maybe he didn't want people to be sad for him. Maybe he didn't want people to grieve for him. Like maybe he just didn't want these things, you know. And like it the the writing of that that first scene of just like her just trying to figure it out, just desperately, like I need to figure this out, and it not working, just her failing. She's like, I'm the one of the smartest fucking people on this planet and I couldn't save my own brother like this is insane and then them going from that into the funeral it's just like that was that was them letting us deal with it like the people like I get it like actors die and like a lot of the times 90% of us never met these people we don't know them personally but like the thing about it is, is they can mean something to us even without us never having right. meeting them, right? And for the people he meant something to, like this was their moment to like handle that shit too. Like fuck, like why? Nobody knew. Nobody was able to follow the story. Nobody was able to root for him or cheer for him or send him positive words. It was just like it just happened. Like it was just like what the fuck? So I man, no, it was. The what the interview I heard uh, it was her talking about too is like also when it happened it was prime COVID, mm. and so everybody was um, self isolated during it and like didn't get to experience like the funeral and like so like this was like another way of them kind of getting that again yeah is all of them being back together again everybody was in the same boat because everybody couldn't they had to be by themselves when they got the news. Yeah. They couldn't like do what you do in traditional kind of funerals. So they kind of got that later within this movie. Yeah. It's crazy. How long have we been talking for? 34 minutes. Oh, okay. That, that's not as bad as I thought. I was like, man, I feel like we're an hour in and we, we haven't even really you, started talking about the fun. No, I am. <laughs> we just, we haven't even really gotten to the movie yet. And I was just, I was we're just doing worried. good, man. We're doing good. I'm like, are we going to, is this going to be a fucking three hour long episode? Cause it's just so, I mean, no, and else is so good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely could be. But anyway, so all right, so let's keep going. Um, getting more into Shuri and Letitia Wright. God damn it, did she step up for this movie, man? Man, bro, her performance was just—it was great, dog. It was great. 
And I loved her story. I love that it wasn't just like she was sad, but she was angry. Like she was dealing with the stages of grief. Like she was she was mad. She was mad at herself. She was mad at the world for taking her brother away from her. And her story, like a lot of things come full circle in this movie, I think. And like there is a point where her story does mimic T'Challa's story in civil war of seeing his dad die. You know what I mean? Right. Like this, this idea of revenge and like going through grief and revenge consuming you. Like he says that in the movie, he's like, vengeance is consuming us. It's consuming all of them. Like we got to stop. We, we have to stop. Um, which I'm going to bring up again later on. Cause I don't want to like just skip too crazy. ahead. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, man. So yeah, I think everybody stepped up. So Shuri, I think was great. Um, Koye, Koye, it's great. Um, Queen, Nick, Queen Ramonda, man, bro, her this the scene where she's just like, I lost everything. Chills, bro. Fucking yeah. chills. I was like, this lady is giving it, fucking acting. bro. She was giving it her all. Yeah. I'm like, let's go, Mbaku, great. Every yep. scene he was in, I think he stole the scene. I love that character now. It's good. He brought some humorous he's so moments not to it. Ape. <laughs> yeah, he's not though. He's really not. not. A little bit. But it's okay. I I like the change that they gave him. Yeah. Um, he brought some humor to it. Bro, the scene where he walks in and he's eating a he's just gnawing on a carrot. <laughs> which first of all is a is a throwback to in the first movie, he says he's they're vegetarians, right? So he's just right. eating a carrot. And then he's like, you ball-headed demon. I lost it. <laughs> I heard apparently he improvised that line. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's that makes it even fucking better. <laughs> Somebody, you ball-headed demon. So I, I wish we would have saw more of him, honestly. Because uh, like I said, I feel like in every scene he was in, like, he just, he stole it. He stole he stole the show. Um, let's see, some of the other performances. Nikita, she was good. You know, she she... It made me realize, like, man, they should they should have more of her, like, because we didn't we didn't we saw a bit in the first movie. She wasn't in anything after the first Black Panther, right? She right. wasn't she didn't pop up in Civil War or Infinity War. In fact, we don't even know. I mean, not Infinity War or Endgame. We don't even know, like, if she got snapped away. Like, what, has she been here? Did she suffer for being gone for five years? Like, you know what I mean? Like, where was she at? Man, which character is Nokita? Um, his love interest in the first movie. They explain it. Do they? Did you miss that? Yeah, I mean, I know she went to teach. Oh, she didn't get snapped away. That's why she went away, right? Yeah, she went away. Uh, originally because he got snapped away. Right, right. Um, so she had to deal with losing him twice. Right. Yeah, she does specifically. And I want to jump to just like the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. But she, yeah, you're right. She does say she had to deal with. Yeah, losing she had to deal. Twice. Yeah. That was a a little confusing to me at first. Too. And what's funny is the the person I saw the movie with actually explained it to me. She's like, "Oh no, this," and I was like, "Oh no, you're right." And then I saw all the TikToks explaining it too. Uh. But yeah, so she, uh, I'm actually trying to place. I think she does leave because of the snap. And the pain and it hurts too much, and that's why she leaves. Which gets a little tricky, right? Because the snap, like, was at Wakanda. So why weren't they all fighting at Wakanda? 
Why am I saying that? Or, I don't know. You're saying it real. Wakanda. Hey, he was like, Wakanda? Why is there a Q in there? Sean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm mumbling. Uh, so, I just, I'm just going to say, was she pregnant already? And that's why she was already leaving? Uh, yeah. And she stayed gone because it hurt too much? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's what happened. That might have been. Yeah. Yeah. That that would make sense. Yeah. I get that. Because all like, she should have been fighting. Like, yeah, that's true. Or at least in scenes, I'm like, oh, I can't fight a pregnant. Like, yeah, because when when Queen Ramonda goes to get her, she's like, you've you've infiltrated like places all over the planet. Like you've you've done so. Like your level of espionage and skill is like top notch. Is fucking unmatched. Like I need you. Like you gotta go do it. You're the only one who can. And it's just like, man, is she really that skilled? And then I mean, sure enough, she fucking yeah. She makes you, that shit happen. Uh, did you know the kid was in that scene? He's one of the little kids. I realized it later. I was like, oh, he was, yeah, he was in I there. Mean, all yeah, of yeah. us have to realize it later. Yeah, but no, not, <laughs> at, I mean, not obviously not at first. I, I mean, I, I didn't was think if you had realized that. Yeah, no, I didn't think too much of it. I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, whatever. It's just, you know, it's just a kid. Um, Everett Ross, though, that whole shit with like Everett Ross and like the, the chick from Seinfeld and. That didn't need to be in there. I'm sorry. I was like, that's what you said last time. Nah, just, she's in a bunch of movies now, man. She's, no, she's and, like our Amanda Waller and for like, Marvel here. Yeah. She's like, them being in there is a way of tying it into the greater MCU. But like, realistically, like, we didn't need those things. Yeah, I didn't hate it, though. I mean, okay. I, uh... It was definitely not needed for the overall story. No, right. It had no effect to it. But for the point of view of like, like I think they still kind of tied it in well because like the whole reason for the conflict is the outside world wanting vibranium. Yeah. Right. And particularly the U.S. wanting vibranium, so they're trying to get it. So they're using everybody Reedy wants Williams, that vibranium, yeah, machine, and without even telling her, yeah. And so, like, this is kind of like showing how um, the U.S. and we also saw how like France, yeah, is all trying to get this resource and kind of like, you know, they're like civil with Wakanda, but they're not right, yeah. like, and acting like it, yeah, which is probably a little realistic of what it would be oh, like. Oh, like, 100%, bro. So I didn't, be I like, we gotta it. go get that shit. Uh, I feel like the fact that they're, like, divorced, which that's just for comedy. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. gonna really do anything to the overall story. Right, right. Um, And it still gives us that element of, like, like, where is this all going? Yeah, that's true. You know, seems like the... Uh, I just think, like, I think if it was like an after credit scene, it would have been fine. I don't think it necessarily needed or added much to the story, but yeah, it it is what it is. I mean, they got to do it right. Like at the end of the day, this is what they do. They're Marvel. Like they yeah. all the movies got to tie in. Actually, because like outside Ross, of that, Ross is that character? Yeah, Everett Ross. I'm pretty Everett sure Ross? is his name. Such a forgettable character. Oh, he's sure he sure he sh- yes he is because like, I've, like I forget that I he's for- even in the first yeah, movie. I forgot I about him again. and then I, I saw like, his oh, face yeah, like oh yeah. yeah that guy yeah I was like yeah. oh okay he's back but yeah other than that because he's not he's not Phil Coulson you know what I mean and right. I feel like they try to make him like that but he's not yeah you're not Phil Coulson he, like he even kind of looks like him a little bit and it's just like nah dude you're not that's not Phil that's <laughs> not anything like you don't think so I think no. he looks a little like him they're just two white guys yeah maybe that's what. I- <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. 
in suits like yeah may- maybe that's what it is uh so yeah that was kind of point okoye i think her performance was also great i love like again she and she was going through her own kind of lost story right like she yeah she also lost her king like she couldn't protect him that's her whole fucking job that's what she's literally dedicated her life to is protecting her king and then you know she goes out with shuri and she loses shuri and and then her title she probably feels like she lost uh the father too yeah because she's clearly had that role then as well and then she loses her title as general and like leader of the door melage and she has to fucking deal with that was fucking on point yeah it was good like i was like damn like like you felt the pain yeah because here's this warrior woman right this who who's like been basically raised to like not show pain to just be like a true like her whole thing was like if i'm gonna like let me go die. Like, don't strip my time. I I would rather die on the battlefield doing what I'm supposed to be doing than you strip my title away. Like, that is more painful to her than right. dying protecting her king, her queen. I remember whoever. thinking to myself, like, like it's very uh, Game of Thrones, as you know. I've been binge watching. Right, like, right. Yeah, we're gonna get rid of your role now. <laughs> but on the other hand, I was like. Man, your daughter is missing. Yeah, and she's probably one of the best people to go get I her. That too. I was like, I don't know if you're making the best decision yeah. there. And they even told her, like, her counsel was kind of like, "Are you sure you want to do that?" I don't know. And sitting there, like, I mean, she fought her own husband for you. Like they did, yeah. Like just a few years ago. Yeah, just a few years ago, she was he's ready. still not around. Yeah, she was ready to kill him. And uh, so yeah, that was that. Um. But yeah, overall, I liked her story too. It was good, and I liked her scenes. I liked her action scenes. I liked her fight scenes. Yeah, fight scenes where her were good. Um, yeah, let's see. The what... other Dora Dora Malaje uh, woman. Mm-hmm. What's her name? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, the one she went to go see. Is this her first movie? I think so. All right, good. Because I was like, man, I don't remember this don't... character at all. She may have been in the last one, but her role definitely wasn't as big. Gotcha, gotcha. But she's in the comics. Uh yes. Pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She becomes one of the things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What are they? Do you know what they are called? Ah, I forgot. Sure again. His names are so but that's like I didn't even realize because I don't read that much Black Panther. I more read like things right. that Black Panther are in, but not like straight Black Panther all yeah. that often. That those are like straight up, like those are even comic accurate suits. Like, yeah, they are straight out of the comics. I was like, oh I didn't know that until afterwards. Yeah, they are. We're gonna loop back to that. All right, so let's get to let me see if I got something before we hop to that. Let's get to the big bad of the movie, huh? Let's get yeah, to Namor. Namor the Submariner. No more. No more. No more. Cool, cool, Khan. I've been waiting since uh, that cool. movie yeah. to do that here. <laughs> the Serpent Sea God. Yes. Isn't that what they call it? Oh, no, the Serpent Feather God. Yes. Yeah. Um. Fucking good, oh, man. No. Fucking Bravo. good, bro. And I he know is definitely the top of the Marvel villains. Dude, he's up there. He's definitely, he's definitely Place up that, there. Is he a villain or is he just an antagonist? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, no, nah, he's you good. He, he you fucking are, but you're not. <laughs> nailed that. He nailed that role, man. Oh. The the arrogance he brought to the role. The confidence. The you know ev- even the little witty banter the the slight comic relief here and there like oh it was flawless it was so good it, it was so good amazing. and they, Man, did. they successfully got a dude with 
fucking wings we, on his even, ankles even and not make wing, it super and horny. And not make it just look ridiculous. Even the wings, bro, even the wings came off as a bit intimidating, right? Because when those fucking wings start going and you hear the sound, you're like, holy shit, he's about to do <laughs> some stuff. He's moving fast like, as shit with yeah, him on. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he was fucking fast as fuck, boy. Like, he, boom, boom. And, like, I was wondering, I'm like, how are they going to make him fly with those wings on his feet? But, like, I loved it because it was just kind of like he'd, like, turn a corner and it's like he'd stick his feet out as if he was, like, a fucking, like, <laughs> run or, like, slide, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like his, it was just his wings, like, catching. Oh, it was so good. I was like, man. Or, like, the scene where he first, not the first one, but when he comes to Wakanda for the first time and he comes out of the water and you just hear, like, the buzzing of his wings. Yep. <laughs> and it's just like, damn. Like, even that was like, oh, man, that sound is just like, fuck, that means he's really about to do some shit. Oh, so good. And he was, they made him strong. You know what I mean? And, like, it was strong in a way where I was just like, no, like, none of this feels unbelievable to me. You know, like, None of it feels like they went too far. Like the fact that he was able to just take out helicopters on his own. Like he was the threat. Yeah, he yeah. Felt I was like uh, a true threat. I was actually talking to my coworker about that today because uh, he was asking this kind of jumping a little bit. But he was asking, he's like, wasn't he supposed to be weakened by like drying them out and like having the dryers or whatever that technology was on him? And I was saying, yeah, but yeah, think about the fact that even with him being weak, he was starting out so much stronger yeah. than what the heart shape herb was going to do for Shiri. Oh, a hundred percent. Like he threw a helicopter. <laughs> he th in the air, bro. The like air. it's not even like he had the ground to support him. Like he just was flinging that bitch around. And yeah, so he went from, I mean, they say he was almost as strong as the Hulk, right? Which if, if he fought the Hulk, like the Hulk would beat the shit out of him eventually, but he'd get some good hits in. Yeah. Right. Um, but I mean, he's up there. He's he's strong enough to take like, a yeah, yeah, Hulk strong. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but he's strong enough to take a punch from the Hulk, which says a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? Because so far, the only people we've seen to be able to do that is fucking Thor and Iron Man in six layers of fucking tech. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yep. even that, he was struggling. So to say he's at that level, like, yeah, weakening him basically just brought him down to like Captain America strength. Right? right. It's like. It it just even the playing field. It didn't make him so weak that he couldn't fight back. It just leveled it for sure. Like that's right. really what it did. And like again, it's one of those moments where I was just like, man, to have seen T'Challa face off against this guy would have been <laughs> so good. But it's just uh, I I know we gotta let it go. But man, it would honestly it was though, tough. It would have been. I feel like it would have a very different movie. It would have been. It definitely would have been. And, you know, I I like Namor. I liked his motivation because it's very like they changed a lot about him. His, his origin I mean, is pretty much completely different. Yeah. His right. origin is completely different. They didn't even call it Atlantis. They didn't. They, yeah. Which I get. It. I think they between to take it away from like, don't relate this to Aquaman. Yeah. Like, and we're a different thing. Also, the here. Little Mermaid's coming out and that's Atlantis. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, they're probably just like, yeah, we'll just do something different. But I like the new backstory. I like that, like, you know, it's... It just made sense well for the story. It did. It made perfect sense. And I like that, you know, there was, like, this Mayan-Aztec inspiration and, like, this kind of stuff. And this is, like, this ancient city. Um, they straight up called... He straight up called himself a mutant. They're not shying away from that word anymore. Like, he's like, nope. I'm, a, I'm a fucking mutant. Like, that's what I am. And, like, whether or not it was, like, X-Men mutant, that's still... 
left ambiguous, but right. he straight up used the word mutant. So it's like, like oh, it's we're not. in there. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. It's some I, bullshit if yeah. that's the word out there go. It's not. Yeah, no. Um, You're clearly mutated by the heart-shaped perm, not like right. evolution. Right. And I, I do, I like that they intertwine so much of whatever that herb is called, not the heart shape. It is basically the same herb, herb, but just the water form of it. Right. But it was like, it, 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 it was, this, it was like a different, it was like a variation of it. Right. It was yeah. just, a, it was a, it's cousin. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like that they were just like, yeah, no, we got vibra- vibranium too. Like, yeah, some of it landed on earth, but. You thought it just landed yeah. in Africa? <laughs> There's fucking the planet is seventy percent water. You think none of it came down here? You when check it out did, our stash. <laughs> yeah, we fucking took it. Like you know, and like they have like uh uh vibranium fucking armor and, yeah. and weapons and stuff. And it's like, yeah. Did you, so did you figure out how to make it like a sun? Because we we figured out how to make it like a sun. Did, yeah. Did you guys do did that? You guys, yeah. It was yeah, like we got, oh, a, we got a sun under the water down that's here. That's cool. Um, so I they, feel like a uh, shout out to Malcolm. I don't know if you saw this clip, but he had a very good point that I don't think I was quite thinking about. But I feel like Neymar or Nomar, like saying that so much better, <laughs> so much more fun, uh, was more like traditional Black Panther, which I thought was very cool for this movie. Yeah, I, I did. That, like, I did hear him say that, and that's what I was. That actually, that's actually what I was gonna start to get at, and that's why I was right, saying continue. Yeah, <laughs> like it. Obviously, Shuri's story had to take a different route because of the movie. But I think if we did get T'Challa in this, it would have been more of like a king versus king kind of situation where it's like you're doing like Namor in the comics and Black Panther in the comics. Their inspirations and their motivations for the things they do are very similar. They share they share a lot of the same ideology, which is my nation comes above anything else. My duty my sole responsibility is to protect my people. And if it comes down to my people or the rest of the fucking world, 10 times out of 10, I'm choosing my people and I'm protecting my people. And that was his whole thought process. Because, like, yeah, I've heard some people complain that, like, you know, the whole Riri Williams plot and her character seemed kind of shoehorned in. And, you know, did he really have to just kill this one girl? He wasn't taking any fucking chances. Like, that right. was the point. He's not taking any chances. His nation has gone undiscovered for hundreds of years. You think he's going to fucking take... It don't matter how small it is. And the thing is, he's probably taken out people before. We just didn't know it, right? I'm sure there's been submarines that have popped up. Anybody that goes by that cave, they kind of been saying that shit. He's probably like, nah, he's probably killing all of them. That one one lady was talking about, yeah, you go by that cave, you're pretty much going to die. Yeah, like it's done. Because he's not fucking, he's not taking a chance. He's not doing that. This is my question. All right. That machine. Mm -hmm. Was it? Because I don't think I connected. If this is what it is, I didn't connect this. Was it about to find the city or was it just finding vibranium? It was just finding vibranium. See, that's what I thought. But I think the so idea. I don't like the motivation as much. I think it would have been way better if it was about to find the vibranium in the city. Well, here's the thing. I think the idea. The ocean's big, man. The ocean is big. But I think the idea is that that machine would eventually have led to the city because it would have been the largest source of vibranium under the water. How big the ocean is. I know how big it is, but they were able to find that little piece. So now you're talking about there's an entire city. Listen, the that's man, sitting on. He made a sun out of it, Sean. We just talked about it. In the 1500s. Right. 
spent so many years. Not one little machine. You can't make a fucking vibrating finding blocking machine. Well, also, again, I mean, if you're looking a little, at a little radar blocker, if you're looking at the timeline of technology, the advanced city, and you can't block the machine that an 18 year old girl's making. They Come probably, on, man. They probably could. But, you know, again, the idea is I'm like just saying I get it. Like part of me gets it. But the other part of me is like, you're going to kill every human person. It's a little dramatic, man. I don't know. It's a little I, much. I bought it. Every one of them. You don't have to kill everyone. Maybe just America, He's, right? But he, to, that's the thing. To kill them all? To him, they're all the fucking same. They're all the same, right? Because America's trying to get the vibranium. The French are trying to get the vibranium. Everybody on the planet wants vibranium. All I'm saying is- And then you, none of them are going to stop. probably leave Ireland alone. No, that's The not... Irish are not looking for the vibranium. To him? Believe me, Nick, when I tell you that the oh, Irish, yeah. they're not, man. They're not. They're just drinking their Guinness. To him? They're just chilling in the pub. There's two people. There's his people, and then there's everybody else. And to him, everybody else is in the same fucking category. So if one of them threatened him, like he's just, that's just it. That's just it. Which again, it's not, it's not far from how he is in the comics. He's the same way. He's just like, I don't give a fuck about you surface dwellers. I don't care. As long as my people are protected, we good. So if I got to kill all, if I got to flood this entire fucking planet, I will do that. Seems a little dramatic. It is a little dramatic. A little bit a, of overkill. He's a dramatic person. He's what? a dramatic character. That's what I like about him. <laughs> he was good though. I was gonna say that's my only my only gripe with the movie. Uh I mean I, I think I, if I he had literally just changed it to like they're about to find the city. Okay. We're about like, to find the city, you gotta kill everybody. I mean everybody he, he didn't want to kill everybody, he just Listen, wanted her. The Eternals didn't stop everybody from dying just for Neymar to do it. <laughs> we didn't bring half of civilization back just for Neymar. But like, you know what? Let me flood everybody. You know, I am actually surprised that they didn't mention more of that. Yeah, they didn't mention the Eternals or, or Thanos because they None didn't mention it. both. None of it. They didn't mention any of but it. But it's kind of like an ongoing joke to me now that nobody's mentioned the Eternals. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Fun fact. Did you know that the actor who they cast. So he told the story as, as Namor. He cast this. He told the story of how he got cast. Right. So um, he's a he's a like he's big in Mexico and like a Spanish actor. But he he hasn't had his big break in the States yet. Um, So he said he was in Louisiana. He was filming a movie and Ryan Coogler called him like on a Zoom call or whatever. And he said he was talking to him and they were talking about um. They're kind of talking about like the inspirations of the movie, like the spirituality of the movie and like shamans and all this kind of stuff. Right. And then he said the Zoom chat froze for like five minutes and he was just waiting. And then it came back and Ryan Coogler was like, yeah. So what do you think? You in? And he was like, yeah, no, I'm in. Let's do it. (laughs) And they're like, (laughs) he had no idea what he agreed to. And then Ryan Coogler was like, so do you know how to swim? And he's like. I never drowned before. It's like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then he said the producer called him of, of Black Panther. And he, he asked him the same thing. He's like, so you know how to swim, right? He's like, I never drowned before. They're like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. And he said eventually his agent came to him and was like, hey, man, like, seriously, though, do you, do you know how to swim? He's like, I never drowned before. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I, I love need you to answer the question. Because it's such an honest, like, Obviously, yeah. you're still alive, so we know that you haven't right. drowned. 
He's like, I need you to really answer the question. Like, do you know how to swim? And he's like, nah, I don't. He's like, why the fuck didn't you say that? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, this whole, like, half the film is going to be shot underwater. What are you doing? So, yeah, I thought that was funny. He was on, uh, I think he was on, like, Jimmy Kimmel when he told that story or something like that. But it was hilarious. Also, did you see the the clip of him dancing with Lupita Nyong'o on stage? A couple. Because they, she was born in Mexico. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they kind of they they share that she speaks Spanish and everything. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, no, that's another thing that they did really well in this movie is they got like a whole another kind of culture, and just have the two like and and mainly cast people that are in that culture. Yeah, right. Like no, they did Latin a, based. They did a great job with um, that, and like I know it meant a lot to the Hispanic community. Yeah, to see that. And I mean, look, it like it. I've heard a lot of people say it felt like how it felt for black people when we got Black Panther. Yeah, and it was just like, no, nah, here and which is an cool. awesome thing for them to do. Yeah, no, man, they accomplished it twice. Yeah, they did. Fucking knocked it out of the park. Ryan Coogler's over there killing it, man. Yeah. Now let's let's get into a couple things that I didn't love about the movie. He didn't. Uh, yeah, I think that say like the like grind your gears or something. Like no, nah, like I wouldn't fun, say. Like, uh, I wouldn't say that. My list of why this movie's stupid kind of thing. What was the name of my list before? I don't know. Sean's stupid. Sean's stupid moments. Yes, like Nick's that. stupid moments. Let's it, hear him. Hit me with no, all. I don't have. I don't have anything that's stupid. Just a couple of things where I was like, yeah, we could have. One, a lot of this movie is dark. Like, yeah. there's so many night scenes between the night scenes and then the underwater oh, you mean, scenes. You mean actually dark. Yeah, like actually dark. Like between the night scenes and the underwater scenes, I'm like. Why is this like, movie so dark? Like, like metaphorically dark. No, no, no. I, mean, I mean, it is metaphorically dark, <laughs> but it's also literally dark as well. Like there were a few times where I'm just like, what the fuck is it? And then there were a few moments that. that were taken. I feel like got taken away from because it was a dark scene. Like when we first see Riri, Riri Williams, right? And we, she, she puts on like her Mark one suit, right? And she flies off. It's completely dark. Like she flies off into the night and like she's you, moving uh, and these scenes, they just snap back to her and snap away. And it's just like, so we, you save on that CGI. Yeah, case. I guess I'm, I'm guessing that's what it was. Apparently this movie had like a $250 million budget. And it's very obvious where like the, where the budget went to and where they were like, yeah, we're going to cut back on this a bit. <laughs> uh, I'd imagine all the water shit probably cost a lot of money. Yeah. Just, they did a lot the of whole water city stuff. underwater. Yeah. Um, Did you see the amount of whales in this movie? Yeah, there I mean, were. They were training them. They that's true. Oh, CGI whales. There were a lot of whales in this movie. I didn't love the underwater city. I feel like it was a bit underwhelming. It it Did wasn't you want it to look like Atlantis. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not what they were going for, man. No, it wasn't. It, they weren't. I thought we would see a little bit more cool technology. Yeah, me too. I also thought we'd see a little more talking. We eventually got talking at the end, but I thought like we'd see characters talking to Sherry when she's like in the suit instead yeah. of everybody just kind of like doing their. That little, yeah, thing. I also didn't like that suit. I was just like, "That's really the one the... she was wearing." Yeah, I, I mean, like, I they stole it. It may, yeah, uh... they didn't make it. They stole yeah, it off the two submarine. You're right. That's a good point. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I didn't think about that. I thought maybe they. That was like this one humor suit. scene too. It's like, oh, yeah, he was like, showed everything. Yeah. Ah, but we got a suit. <laughs> you gotta get you a suit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, ah. I don't really, I don't really love that. And yeah, the underwater city was just a little underwhelming. It didn't feel as like grand and well established as like Wakanda did. You know what I mean? Because like Wakanda is like beautiful. 
And even like it was great in the first movie. We got even more of it in this movie. It was just like it was it just feels like a, a truly just like magical place to be. Right. And his city just didn't feel the same. So that was a little kind of dis. Yeah, I don't know if I felt that way. But okay. What did you think of the special effects overall? Like the CGI, all the special Thought effects and stuff. Pretty good. Pretty solid. I got no no complaints. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I need the slow motion jumping out of the water scenes. Okay. Yeah, there were a couple slow motion scenes slow it down. that I didn't expect. Yeah. yeah. Um what did you think of the blue? The blue people? The blue people. That was fine. Yeah. I thought it was interesting how like when they were underwater, they were regular color. And then when they came out of water, they turned blue. Did you notice that? No. Yeah. Did that like when we when you go to the city, they're all like regular human color. I thought that was just both. But when they come out of the water, they're blue. And maybe, I don't know. I think it has something to do with like the way their blood oxidizes or some shit when they're like out of the water. But definitely didn't catch that. Yeah. A lot of the people are like regular colored and then they turn blue and they come out. So are we saying that all of of them are mutants? Except for Uh, the very first generation? I don't know. See, because like it really, it was really like he's a mutant of his people you know what i mean not necessarily like he's a mutant mutant i don't know it's weird i almost said they're because mute, he's different mutates he's different from the rest of them like he's stronger he has the wings on his right. feet but i kind of gathered because he was the only one that was like half human no that was born but like like his mom was already pregnant and took the herb, or like mm-hmm. everybody else wasn't pregnant when they took the herb. They took the herb, mutated, and then have children. Right, right. Oh, maybe that's not important. Yeah. Did you like the water bombs? That was those are cool. Yeah. When he, the first invasion of Wakanda, where he came in, they were just like, I like how it was like they just slowly flooded it. You know what I mean? They were just like, we're just gonna keep raising these water levels and just like basically slowly flood this city and yeah. it's just like wow but and it's it's crazy because like when we go and we see the city and he like threatens them and he's like i'll 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 take wakanda out like trust me like i can do it don't worry about it like i have almost a limitless army and like you look around and you're like do you though do you really because i feel like <laughs> there's not that many people down here but i mean he sure enough shows up with some folks yeah and like Again, the thing is, I think it was he's so threatening daunting. on his own. Yeah, there was enough daunting that he felt like, how did you even get in here? And he's like, yeah. He's like, pretty much like, it wasn't even difficult. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the... We I don't have vibranium. And then, I mean, it's, it's, this whole suit. Yeah. <laughs> Everything he's wearing Everything right I'm now. wearing is vibranium. Not only that, but hey, I can go underwater. <laughs> like, I can go in the... Like, there's your shield. Like, how deep does the shield go? You know what I mean? Like, they have that force field around Wakanda, but like... How far does it go? Because even in uh, Infinity War, we see that they just dig under the shield. Right. Like it hits the ground and then that's it. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure it's not reaching the depths of the ocean. Like, so he just swam under that bitch and came out. Like, but that's the thing. He's one of the only people who could do that because he can breathe underwater. <clears throat> um, But yeah, I think the first invasion of Wakanda also, again, did a really good job of just showing him like how threatening he is, how menacing he is, like how powerful he is. And I did not expect him to kill her. I did not see that coming. 
I expected somebody, one more person to die. Did you? I thought that was going to be, I yeah. didn't think they killed I, another person. I was actually between it being her and it being, um, man, why am I blanking? I've already said her name multiple times on this. The King's Guard lady that got fired. Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. I thought her or Okoye were going to die in this movie. Did you? I didn't think either one of them. I mean, well, he technically I guess didn't kill he... her. She sacrificed herself to save Ruby Williams. That's true. I mean, I guess she did kind of just drown on her own. Yeah. But I mean, he kind of she drowned her too. She chose not to save her. She would have loved. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just wasn't expecting it. I was yeah. like, really? She's dead? That's good. But that added so much more to this movie too. Yeah. Like, I was already then, like, felt what... almost like emotional of like, oh my gosh, she lost her brother, right? Yeah. Like, and I was like, fuck. Man, she, she lost, lost her mom. mom yeah. Like, and that's it's what sent like her. Year. Yeah. That's what sent her on that path of revenge. Right. And yeah. that's what I was mentioning earlier. Like, her story, that part of it at least, mirrors T'Challa's story in Civil War, right? The, the avenging of his parent. Like, he was going after Bucky because he was trying to kill him. And then when he found out it wasn't Bucky, it was Zemo. Like, he was trying to kill him. And Shuri was the same way. She was just like, I'm. No, nah, I'm I'm killing this dude. I want him yep. dead. Like I'm done with him. Like Yeah, no, I went very much for like we have from we have to stop him to like no, I just want She to wasn't even like we need to stop. Guy. She was like we should befriend him. We should hear him out. We should like just understand yeah, his ways. Yeah, until she heard that like he was going to drown the whole road if they don't Yeah, give and him even Riri that Williams. she's trying to peacefully do it, right? She yeah. was like I'm I can't give you her. Like I can't give you the girl. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Like I don't want to go to war with you. But like, I'm not gonna give her up for you to kill her. It's just I I can't do it. I'll keep her in Wakanda. She can we can keep her there. She'll never leave. I'll make sure she never builds that machine again. But I'm not gonna let you kill her. And he was just like, well, mm, I'm not really giving you a choice. <laughs> you either can give me the girl, or I'm gonna fucking destroy your city. So I mean, she tries to go the peaceful route, and then that happens, and then it was like it was over. Here's another part of the movie that I didn't really care about that much for. The whole heart recreating the heart-shaped herb and then the weird like 3D printer that like prints it out. I was just kind of like, eh. It's not right out of the comic? No. I don't think so. I swear I heard that's right out of the comic. I don't I feel like it's not. But I could be wrong. It it could have happened. But I it mean, just according to a TikTok I watched. It was just you know some how accurate it was, can be. I, I guess Marvel is at that point now though, where they're just like, yeah, it's Look, we we can do we can pretty much do anything. Call it science or magic, and we'll just it'll work. Monger does it in the comic. I mean, maybe I don't know. I could be wrong. Either way, it was weird. <laughs> Should have watched that forty minute Easter egg video. Nah, it's fine. I don't even <laughs> worry about it. But yeah, they just it was just kind of very hand wavy of like, yeah, no, we're printing it out. Here it is. Also, did you know that that was Trevor Noah's voice? That voice is her AI. Do you know who Trevor Noah is? Yeah. He does the Daily, the Daily show. show. Yeah. He's quitting the Daily Show. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Hmm. But yeah, I recognize. I was like, is that Trevor Noah's voice? And then sure enough, I looked it up and it was. I was like, no, he's pretty good. Uh, So I didn't love that part of it. I was just like, nah. But again, I feel like we're at a point in the Marvel Universe where they're just like, anything we do, we just call it science or magic and like, just, we don't have to explain it. You know, like I mean, it's just. It's Wakanda. Yeah, it is what it is, right? We, you're just going to accept <laughs> it. You're going to move on and we're just going to do it. Did you expect Killmonger to come back in the way he did? I felt like he was going to be in this movie, but I didn't see it going that way. I heard a fan theory before the movie of that, so I wasn't at all surprised when it did happen. Because in my head, I was like, she can't see 
Chadwick, obviously. Right. And it a wouldn't part make of sense me... that he would that she would just see her parents. And I wanted them to do any type of CGI thing for Chadwick. Yeah, because so like, a part of me was like, are they, are they gonna, gonna do, do this? I was because a part of me was holding out a little bit of hope of like maybe they got one more scene in before he died. You know, like maybe just maybe just one more scene in they got before he died. But no, I wasn't. No, I was like, damn it, man. Um. So yeah, to I didn't. In the very beginning of the movie, until until she got that bracelet, I a hundred percent thought that. Like when she was saying, like, oh, like technology is the way, and this suit will give you like enhanced speed and endurance and strength. I thought she was just gonna build that into a Black Panther suit. Uh and yeah, that me too. was the route they were gonna go. Yeah, me too. I wasn't expecting until like she got like, oh, she just got part of that herb and that bracelet. I was like, okay, she's gonna make something now. Yeah. But up to that point, I was like, oh, she's just gonna technology is gonna be her way. Yeah, that's what I thought. I definitely thought that too. Uh, but yeah, I didn't expect Killmonger to show up in that way. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was it surprised added me. added a lot more to the story. It definitely did. And, you know, it was just like... He's just there like, you're a lot like me. Yeah, you're I a lot like, like me. I love you... the fact that even in the afterlife, he hadn't learned. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was still very much so like, yeah, I'm right. Yeah, like, no, I'm I'm, I'm here for a reason. Also, can, can, can you acknowledge how fucking nice that cardigan was he was wearing? <laughs> That cardigan was nice as I was like, God damn, that's a nice cardigan. I'm like, I bet it's expensive as fuck, but that's a nice fucking cardigan he's wearing. Just, just dope, man. Um, <laughs> did you like Riri Williams in the movie? Uh, I mean, it added to like the point of the story of like how this whole conflict was going to start. But other than that, I didn't feel like we needed her in that movie either. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I didn't love I her. I didn't I hate wanted- her. I think like it still is, but it isn't right. Like she was still very much going with like, like her suit was kind of based off a of Stark attack, right? But now I feel like it's very much so like Wakanda is going to be a huge influence for her, versus like I wanted somehow Iron Man to be a big influence for her in her own way. I still think it's, it's going to be the replacement. Yeah, I still think it's going to be both. I think that's why I took right. the suit I away from both. her. I, I think they were one. like, yeah, we're we're taking this away from you so that we have so that in her own series or movie, like we have to see her go through like, I gotta figure this shit out. I got I need another suit. Like I think it's it very clearly set up this arc of her going through like I, I was able to be younger. I did too. When they were like, Oh, she's 19. I was like, mm, she should have been like 15. Yeah. Uh the, Isn't that her thing? Like, didn't yeah. she graduate at like fifteen? Yeah, she's yeah, she's fifteen in the comic books when she yeah. builds her first Iron Man suit. But she also so, graduates college at like fifteen, doesn't she? Uh, I don't know if she graduates, but I think she's in college. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't I'm like. Oh, like, you're just like a regular aged college student. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like that they aged her up. That wasn't my favorite either. I wish they. I, I agree. I wish they would have made her a little younger. Um, it's it's not a, like a like an absolute deal breaker but i do wish they would have made her a little younger but taking the suit away from her is very much like she's probably gonna have this urge of like i want to be a hero now like i was able to do some good and she's probably gonna like relive these moments in her head and just kind of have this aspiration of like i want to help people now and i need a suit to do that so and i don't have wakanda tech anymore so i'm gonna have to figure it out she's on my own armored wars next or her own series i think she's in armor wars next and then she's getting her own series yeah Think that's how it's gonna go. I wonder if she's gonna build a suit in Armored Wars. Probably. Did you like her suit in this one? I didn't really like it. That was fine. And I didn't like how I didn't like how like puffy it was. Like it was just. It looks like a regular Iron Man suit. It in does. The comic, right? 
I mean, kind of like, yes, but it's like it's a little sleeker and like a bit more feminine. Um, it sounds like an Iron Man face. And yeah. And it has like a like a heart on it or whatever. And we didn't really get that. Like they showed her like chiseling out the heart, but then I didn't see it on the suit. So I was like, well, what was the point of that? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I didn't like that. It had like the big boots and just, yeah, I didn't I didn't love that look. I was like, yeah, yeah. OK, sure. I feel like at that point, like I didn't care much about her character anymore. Yeah, I get. That. I was very much sure, like I see Sherry and no more. Yeah, go ahead. I'm also just kind of sick of the suits in general. Like I don't know. I feel like the MCU is overdoing nah, I think everybody it with needs suits. A suit. It's like know, that man. flaw in that video where, like, aren't you build everybody's suit, Iron Man? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Because like, yeah, you got know, like 500 suits for yourself. You can help us all out. Yeah, Aquaya got the suit too. The yep. the I can't remember what it was called, but. I didn't like the way that one looked either. I was just like, oh, it looks weird. And then the mask would come it's off. It's comic book accurate. I know, but I didn't like it in, in like real life. But you love comic book accurate suits. It's like your whole thing. Yeah, but that one just didn't look all that great to me. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, I didn't I didn't love that suit. That's just right. that's just me. I didn't I didn't love the way that looked. Uh also, Shiri's plan of like, hey, Let's go out to the, the middle of the ocean <laughs> where this guy is the most fucking powerful and she try to fight him on a boat. She didn't care at that point. Not a good plan. She was going to sacrifice not everybody a, to kill that. Not man. a good plan. I mean, sure. Okay, so Shuri became Black Panther, which we all knew was going to happen. I don't think that really came as a surprise to anyone. Right. Um, to me, it's very obvious that she reluctantly became Black Panther. She saw it as more of like, there needs to be a Black Panther and... It's her way of getting revenge. She gives that little speech. She's like, oh, Wakanda has always, the Black Panther has never failed to protect Wakanda. But realistically, I think it was more so like, this is my way of getting revenge and killing this guy. Yep. But you're all going to rally behind me now. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. So A, she's clearly not ready to like be an actual leader because that was a dumb fucking plan. Right. I was just like, really? That's like, that's the that's best she's not going to be. Yeah, I don't think she will. I I don't even know if she's going to continue to even be Black Panther, but I I'm sure she's not going to be the the queen of Wakanda. I feel like they basically said that already. Did they? Yeah. When? Uh, Mbaku shows up for like the fight to figure out who's going to be the leader, and she's like, "The queen has, or the Black Panther has sent me. She will not be intending." Oh, who's right. going to challenge me. So he's going to be the leader. So the way I took it, he's going to be the leader and they're going to separate the leader and the Black Panther. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, she yeah. will be the Black Panther, the protector, but she will not be queen. Right. She will Mbaku be the will be king, be the king of, Wakanda, of Wakanda while she is the protector. Which makes sense. He really yeah. stepped up and uh, he, he did what he needed to do. And again, that's I love when really he's like, like what? Well, we don't got, <laughs> wait, you think we, because we're in the mountains, we don't have books? Yeah. <laughs> So he really did. That? Yeah. Every scene he was in was great. It was. He stole. He stole the scene every every single time. Um, he's in there. He's like, I would kill that winged man. <laughs> yeah, like, the, the fishman. The fishman. Yeah. <laughs> um, final fight. What did you think? Uh, I liked it actually. I uh, because I knew it had to be more like. It couldn't just be like she out fight fought him because like while she can fight, she's not like to the level of. Noir's ability to fight so like 
the fact that it kind of came down to her somewhat reliant on her technology on top of her fighting and weakening him skills. Like, I'm going to somewhat outsmart you. I'm going to use my technology to kind of make up for the fact that I can't really take you hand in hand. I'm going to put you in a giant microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. The fight was brutal. It wasn't like an insane CGI. No, it wasn't. annoying it, fight that yeah. DC does at the end of every movie. Like this was like. It felt very personal. It yeah. felt very like intimate. You know, it was it was a brutal fight. Um, she got stabbed. Like, and she not did. like, oh, just stabbed in the arm or the shoulder. Like, nah, he fucking impelled her. Like, yep. like if she wasn't wearing that suit and she didn't have that, hurt, like she'd be gone. Like that was it for her. Um, but I also like that she kind of beat the shit out of him too. You know, <laughs> like she yeah, blew him up. One of those freaking wings. Yeah, off. yeah, and then blew him up. And uh, and for for a split second, I was like, no, no, they did not just kill this guy. No, they no. Didn't. I knew she wasn't gonna kill him. Yeah, but then I was like, no, nah, okay, yeah, now it makes sense. He wouldn't, he wouldn't die from that. Yeah, show who she was. Yeah. But again, I like I like the full circle of like her realizing that. Because you could easily argue, like, why didn't she kill him? Because just a few seconds before that, she was killing a bunch of people. Final fight was brutal. Full circle. It came back around to, like, she realized that she can't just rely on revenge anymore. Like, her mom steps in and she's like, it's consuming you. You have to. She's been telling her basically from the beginning of the movie that like you have to learn to let go. Like you, you, you have to let go. You got to move on. Life is still going. You have to let go. And she realizes like, oh fuck, this is my moment to let go. It, was it again one of those scenes where it's like, ah, realistically, you probably should have killed them um, because you just killed a bunch of people who were working for him, and then you don't kill the actual guy. But I think but Baku made make, a good it. point of like. Killing him is just gonna make the war worse. The yeah. only way really to stop this is to try to choose peace. So You're right. You he, gotta yield. Yeah, he did say that, right? He yeah. Could, yeah, he even said like they don't call him king or ruler. They call him God. Yeah, they call him a god. He's a god to these people. He means so much to them. Yeah, that was a good line too. Yeah, he kills it, man. He yeah. really he really kills it. But yeah, overall, good ending fight. Um man, she's small in that suit, huh? Yeah, she is small in that suit. She's strong. She is strong, but she is small in that suit. That's all right. Um, yeah, I think that's it. After credit scene, after credit scene, man, I did not see that coming. Nor did I. I did not shocked. He has a son. Liked it. They had to continue getting the kid in every Marvel project that we have from now until the basically end of eternity, apparently. Because to me. To me, it felt like Marvel's way of being like, you're going to like telling the audience, like, you're going to get another T'Challa. It just won't be yeah. Chadwick, but we're going to get an, we're going to do another T'Challa. This was their way of saying, like, there's a ch like, eventually there will be another T'Challa. Because, like, realistically, when the third movie rolls around, we could skip forward fucking 20 years and this kid's like, you know, I don't want them to do that. 27. And he's ready to be because she specifically says heir to the throne. Like he, so right. he's next in line. So like, yes, next should be him. But like, if we go straight from Shiri to the next Black Panther being him, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah, Shiri should be Black Panther longer than this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. But you yeah, know what? It was definitely a way of being like, we're going to find What's that? Um, 
in my opinion, this is the best female-led superhero movie to date. Oh, yeah. I agree. Easily. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good it point. It blows uh, Captain we'll... Marvel out of the water. Oh, yeah. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow. You Wonder know, I Woman. enjoyed Wonder Woman 1. Yeah. This is a better movie. It is a better movie. I know you didn't enjoy Wonder Woman 2 as much as I did, but still, no. this is easily the best female-led female led superhero movie to date. Yeah. Good point, man. Good and, shit. man, like multiple females. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't have like a, like we didn't have a, a, a Steve Trevor right. to, to Wonder Woman in this movie. You right, know what right. I mean? Yeah. Like it was like multiple women leading this, multiple women, people of color True. Leading this movie. This is unlike any other movie that we've ever had. And again, it's definitely towards the top of my Marvel movies. Yeah, for kudos, sure. This movie they was fucking, fucking amazing. Yeah, they they did something that seemed from the outside looking in impossible and they made it work. I think they killed it. I think that's all we need to say. Yep. Are we going to rate it? Ah. Oh. Rate. It is hard. Are we going? Rate, what did we decide last time? Is it ten or five? Uh then we decided that we're gonna do it to ten, or I think we're doing ten now. All right, I'm gonna give it. I think we always did ten. We didn't. I promise you, we didn't. <laughs> you say that me. every time, and every time I tell you you're wrong. Because ten feels right, five wouldn't feel right. Five so much I, harder. That's what I've been saying. No, I mean. I would okay. I did. I did. I did. We should do something different. <laughs> out of seven, no, stop it. <laughs> I should have confused everybody. Out of seven vibranium whales, out of seven whales, <laughs> not doing seven. We're gonna do ten like normal people. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. I, I'll give it a nine out of ten. It wasn't a perfect movie. Ah, I'm gonna give it eight and a half. Eight, eight point five. Eight, eight, eight and a half. Eight. eight and a half. I struggle to give movies perfect ratings. Yeah, I, I guess that. only done it for Logan. Yeah. Thing is, Nick, you don't have any major complaints about this movie. All right, dude, rate it how you feel. This man. might be like a like a America's Got Talent Golden Buzzard situation. You uh, know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's hard to give it a ten, though. I think I, I think I am. We got to come up with a better grading scale. We should we should rate movies based on if they're good movies and then and then an enjoyment scale. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Because I didn't enjoy this movie as much as I enjoyed Endgame. Right. right. I enjoy Endgame more than I enjoy Infinity War, but I think Infinity War is a better movie. Yeah. So in terms of a great movie, I'll go nine. Okay. Enjoyment, I'll probably go a little less. I get that. Just based on all the movies I enjoy. Like, I think Spider-Man No Way Home is a good call in that way. Like, I enjoy the fuck out of that movie. Yeah. It's not a great movie. Right, right. All right. All right, guys. We should have said it in the beginning, but if you don't like like us, comment on our things, follow us. We're on uh, TikTok. Mm-hmm. You can uh, go on our Instagram or Facebook. You can write us on Gmail, Twitter. Um, yeah, let us know what you thought about the movie. Let us know uh, your thoughts and 
feelings about Kevin Conroy. You want to talk anything Batman animated series, Batman that he's done in the past. We'll love to hear about it. We'll talk about it on here. We might get a dedication episode, Batman the animated series episode coming in the near future. Um, but yeah, and then let us know what you thought of this movie. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you want more Neymar? Did you want it to be shorter of a movie? Did you want more? What what are your thoughts on the on the new T'Challa in the world? Did you see yeah. that coming? Uh yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, we hey, as always, we appreciate everybody listening. Whoever's listening to this, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you making it all the way to the end. This this part right here is for you specifically. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening all the way through. Um, tell a friend about us. Tell people. That's the best way to get our podcast out there. So get other people to listen. Tell your friends. Have those friends tell another friend. Uh, again, make sure you like, comment, uh, subscribe. Whatever it is you need to do in the app that you're listening to us in, like, just go ahead and do it. And leave us a review. Yep. If you like us, drop a review wherever you can. Just drop a review because that'll help boost us up too. But again, at the end of the day, with all that aside, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.